It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The LA Kings get ready for a do-or-die game six. We have our weekly Kings fan feedback show. We talk about the Kings season if things end in the first round, the Kings goaltending and fan conduct on this edition of Locked On LA Kings. You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked on LA Kings, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked on LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. If you have a second and you like what you're hearing, give us a positive review on Apple Podcasts. And uh, we're also on YouTube. Please like and subscribe if you're enjoying this content. My name is Eddie Garcia. I'm your host of Locked on LA Kings. I've worked in sports media for almost 30 years, 20 plus years at the Fox Sports Radio Network. I'm also co-host of the Puck Podcast. It's a weekly NHL review show. That's been putting out content for the past 16 years and a passionate L.A. Kings fan for 30 years. We are on the eve of Game 6 of the Stanley Cup playoffs between the L.A. Kings and Edmonton Oilers. A must win for the Kings on Saturday to force a deciding Game 7 back in Edmonton. It looks like the Kings are as close to fully healthy as they can be at this point. You've got Blake Lazat back in the lineup along with Gabe Velarde and Kevin Fiala. That's good news. I expect the Kings to come out in game number six and show a lot of energy in a must-win situation, play their most aggressive game of the series. Uh, I expect Jonas Corposalo to be back in net as well. Uh, We all know what the Kings need to try and do in game six, get off to a good start, get lots of shots on goal against Oilers goaltender Stuart Skinner, see if you can get the first goal of the game, get some momentum going, get the crowd into it as well. So we'll be we'll see how the Kings are able to compete and play hard without taking penalties. And if they do take penalties, how well they can cool off that red hot Oilers power play. The game time was to be announced before last night. Well, we now know what the game time will be for Saturday. It'll be a 7 p.m. Pacific time start. And we now know who the winner of the Kings Oilers series will play in round number two. That would be the Vegas Golden Knights, who became the first team in this year's Stanley Cup playoffs to advance into the second round thanks to a 4-1 win over the Winnipeg Jets. Vegas eliminated Winnipeg, winning that series four games to one. All right, let's get into this week's Kings fan feedback show. We will start with your emails, and the first one is short and sweet. It comes from Sunup Puni, and he is in Inglewood, and he says, quite simply, if the Kings lose game six or seven, would you consider the season a failure? Uh, Sunip, I don't know if you are a basketball fan, but uh, this question made a lot of news in the NBA playoffs the other day, and I work in sports talk radio for, for, for the Fox Sports Radio Network, so this was a big topic on our show. And I will get to your, your question, but let me kind of give you the backstory on what I'm talking about. Uh, in the NBA playoffs, the favorite to win the championship year this year was the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, led by their star player and former MVP, Giannis Atentacumbo, the Greek freak. Uh, And they ended up losing in the first round to the Miami Heat in five games. Uh, It was a big upset. And uh, afterwards, Giannis Atentacumbo was asked by one of the media members there, is the season a failure? And he went on this long diatribe about how not every team wins a championship, 
And, uh, you know, just because the team that doesn't win doesn't mean that, that their season is a failure. Uh, and he also had, I guess, kind of the money quote was, there's no failure in sports. So that got a lot of attention. Um, and uh, I'm old school. Uh, a lot. I know there were a lot of people who praised him for having perspective and all that kind of stuff. But uh, I, I would say that's a failure to me. Uh, they were the favorite to win it all. And they lost in the first round to a team that made it in through a play-in. Uh, and they lost in what, five games on their home court. They were eliminated. Sorry, that's a failure. So obviously it depends on what the season was that you had, um, what type of players that you have, uh, what were the expectations for where you were supposed to finish, things like that. So let's bring it back around to the Los Angeles Kings. Unlike the Milwaukee Bucks, the LA Kings are not the favorite to win the Stanley Cup. Uh, they don't have an MVP of the league on their team like Giannis Antetokounmpo. They haven't won a championship in the past couple of years with their core players like the Milwaukee Bucks did a couple of years ago. So the expectations for the Kings as opposed to a team like Milwaukee, or if you want to keep it in hockey, a team this year like the Boston Bruins is obviously different. So finally, to get back to answer the question, if the Kings lose in game six or in game seven, would I consider this season a failure? I would not. Now, I'm sure there's some people that would say, you know, if your expectation is to win a championship every year, and I think most teams have that as their goal, to be sure, if you don't meet that goal, then you could say that the season is a failure. But I, I don't look at it that way, depending on the team, the expectations, the roster, all those, all those different factors. The Kings had a fantastic regular season, and yet they were not expected to win this series against the Oilers. I would say 90, 95%, if not more, of the experts out there picked the Edmonton Oilers to win this series. So uh, losing in the first round to Edmonton, I think, I don't want to say it was expected. I, I think the Kings have competed and look, it's not over yet. I personally think the Kings are going to force a game seven and look, when it's a one game winner, take all, um, it's a pretty good, uh, pretty good opportunity. Uh, if you're the underdog, you're on the road, but anyway, I, I don't, I would not consider the season a failure if the Kings lose in game six or seven, um, would be disappointing that they didn't take another step from last season, but considering the circumstances of who they had to play in the first round, an Edmonton Oilers team that many believe will make it out of the Western Conference and into the Stanley Cup final this year, you have to take that into consideration. So had they played another opponent, I think it's very possible that they would have been able to get out of the first round and taken another step from where they were a season ago. And maybe a lot of people then would consider the season to be more successful than last year. I mean, this is all subjective. I mean, there's, like I said, there's going to be some people who believe if you don't win at all, then that season was a failure, or maybe to put it a different way, that season wasn't successful. I get that kind of sentiment as well. But for me, uh, no, I would not consider this season to be a failure for the LA Kings, if in fact they do end up losing in game six or game seven. Our next email comes from John in Rialto, and he says, I am not on social media, so I didn't hear about the Kings fan spitting on the young girl until I heard you talk about it. I have a 10-year-old daughter, and I hate to think what I would do or how I would feel if that was my kid. I know sometimes things can get out of hand at games, but a 10-year-old girl? I'm glad Kings fans have tried to make amends by donating to this girl's charity. I've been a Kings fan for 30 years, and I can't think of a time I felt ashamed to be a Kings fan until now. I know 99% of Kings fans would never do something like this, but it's just awful, 
If they don't find out who the fan is, I hope karma comes back to bite that person. And this from Brian in Santa Monica. Uh, he says, Eddie, I'm glad you mentioned that embarrassing incident with the Kings fans spitting on that little girl. I'm so sick of going to games and having to deal with drunken idiots and people that don't have any common decency. I don't mind passionate fans at all. And to be sure, most of the fans aren't irresponsible, but I would say too many are. I think we as fans need to be more responsible in policing ourselves, although I've also seen fights involving fans of the same team, too. I have loved going to sporting events all my life, but with my big screen TV and the high prices of food and parking and annoying fans, I'm seriously starting to think it's not worth it. Anyway, hope to see a game seven. Uh, and again, that was from Brian in Santa Monica. We do have an update on the story involving the young Oilers fan. Uh, Cecily Eklund is her name. Uh, the LA Kings organization reached out to her family and offered to uh, have her come back to Los Angeles for game number six. Uh, all expenses paid, um, and, and uh, they would put her uh, maybe in a suite or something. I don't know. But anyway, the Kings organization reached out, um, offered to pay for all the expenses to have her and her family come back for game six and have a different experience this time around. Uh, and there was an update just a few hours ago from the family uh, of Cicely Eklund, and they said, I'll just read it off of the Twitter uh, page, that they, which they sent out. It said, thank you, LA Kings, for offering to bring Cecily back for game six. Unfortunately, Cecily is not feeling well and is unable to travel. However, her heart is full of thanks to LA Kings fans and Oilers fans coming together help, to help her raise over $22,000 in the past two days. So um, I'm not sure. I know that she has been a cancer survivor. I'm not sure if she's still fighting that illness or not. I don't know if she is. Obviously, um, I can understand that traveling uh, around and getting on a plane uh, could certainly be stressful and and kind of wear her out. Or maybe, frankly, they just felt like not kind of going through. Uh, a, I'm sure this time around, obviously, it would be a, a much more positive experience. They'd be taken well care of and everything like that. But I can understand having a bad experience and not having to try and do something like that again. But anyway, good on the Kings organization for reaching out to that family. Um, and, I, and I think they're probably ready to kind of put this all behind them and, and get on with their lives. But as I mentioned on the show the other day, um, it is a really sad situation. And 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 in, on a bigger context, um, there, uh, you know, look, my my wife and I are Los Angeles Chargers, formerly San Diego Chargers season ticket holders. We have been for many, many years. My wife is a hardcore Chargers fan. Um, I love football, so I'm not a Chargers fan, but I go along for the experience. And we go to games. We've gone to road games uh, with the Kings as well. We've done we've done road trips and things like that. So I'm well aware of what it's like to be a fan. I'm not just the media member up in his ivory tower in the press box at all these games. So I get it. Um, I've seen a lot of great things. I've seen a lot of bad things as well. Um, and I, yeah, we just need to be better all the way around. I think this was an extreme case. Um, but yeah, I, I see those, uh, those videos on Twitter as well. Those fan fights that seem to happen way too often. Maybe we only see them now because everyone has a phone and they record them. Maybe they've always been that way, but, um, there are issues going on, unfortunately with some fans. And, uh, this was a horrible incident. I, like I said, I'm glad that the Kings organization and Kings fans have turned this into a positive and $22,000 raised for cancer is, is pretty, is, is awesome. So well done by all involved, but um, yeah, hopefully that young lady can at some point come back out to LA and have a positive experience, but I guess it's not going to happen this weekend. Uh, this comes from Susan in Torrance. 
She says, I would like to see Phoenix Copley start in game six. I feel like for all that he has done this season, he deserves at least one chance to show what he can do. I'm sure she means in the playoffs. Uh, as you said, he saved the King season, and I feel like it's a slap in the face for him to not see at least one playoff game. Corpusolo has had five games to prove that he can beat the Oilers, and I don't think he has been terrible, but why not try something different, as you said? I think his story, Phoenix Copley, has been amazing, and I'll feel bad for him if he doesn't get a chance to play in at least one postseason game. Uh, and Daniel checks in from parts unknown, so that means I get to make it up. So I will say that Daniel is in Dana Point. Uh, he says, I really don't think there is a goalie uh, goaltending controversy for the Kings. Phoenix Copley did some amazing things this season, and I'm happy he earned a contract for next season. But at best, I think he is a backup goalie. I just don't feel comfortable with the season on the line having him in net. I don't think Corpusalo has been the problem. The team has to play better in front of him. If they do, I think we will win game six and see what happens in game seven. Hopefully see the Kings beat um, be third period of hockey on Saturday. I hopefully the, see the Kings, I guess, play three periods of hockey on Saturday. And he says, go Kings go. So uh, I think there's some emails there. We're going to read a few more emails in a moment. Uh, thank you for the feedback up to this point. Uh, I do want to remind you today's episode of Locked on LA Kings, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, brought to you by eBay Motors. Um, eBay Motors is uh, sponsoring the show. And uh, for a championship team, it's all about making sure that every player is the perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay's guaranteed fit, you can be sure that the part you need will fit the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check mark to know that the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop at eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, at the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay's guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's up, guys? Trey Matthews of Locked On Devils here, and let me tell you about Discover Debit Cash Back. Wings for the game? Boom, cash back. New lucky jersey? Boom, cash back. Even a last-minute ice run can score you some cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With Discover Cash Back Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. Look in sports, it's hard to predict who's taking the W, but you know what's a guaranteed win? Discover Cash Back Debit. Oh, and did I mention there are no fees, period? I'm telling you, this one is a real game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit, Discover Bank, member FDIC. The LA Kings play the Edmonton Oilers Saturday in a must-win game six. Catch every moment of the Kings hometown broadcast with the SiriusXM app. Go to SXM app and search LA Kings. We got a couple more emails. Uh, this from is from Joel in Chula Vista. He says, I'm still keeping the faith that the Kings can shock the world and win this series against the Oilers. I know it will be difficult, but until we lose four games, I choose to believe. I truly think we will win game six. And yes, it will be hard to get the win in game seven on the road. But as you said, the pressure will be on the Oilers if that happens. While the fans in Canada are pretty impressive, uh, love them singing the national anthem together before games. But if you've been watching the home games for the Maple Leafs, they are also kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop. And when things don't go well, you can feel the pressure in the building. 
Here's the candidate not winning the Stanley Cup again this season. Go Kings go. And that was from Joel in Chula Vista. And yes, it's been a while for the uh, for the teams up north to win a championship. As a matter of fact, you may remember the last time it happened. It was against the LA Kings back in 1993, the Montreal Canadiens. That's the last time a Canadian NHL team has won the Stanley Cup. Uh, Ed from Temecula says, uh, this is a lot of fun, Eddie. Love your podcast. I can feel your excitement since the day before game one. You sound so knowledgeable. You, uh, you, uh, like, you're like a head coach with your experience. Uh, he says, um, by the way, I like your clean shaven look. You look 10 years younger. I bet your wife likes it. Nothing wrong with looking clean. Thanks for, uh, all, all thanks for always doing a great job. Make room for another cup on your table. It will look great. Uh, go Kings go. That was from Ed in Temecula. And if you're watching on the YouTube channel, then I have the uh, the fake miniature Stanley Cup here uh, next to me. Uh, yeah, I'd love to get another one of those uh, here. I need two of them, actually, because the Kings have won uh, two Stanley Cups. Well, I, I, I appreciate, Ed, that you think that uh, I'm, I'm like a head coach uh, with my experience. I can assure you. Uh, I don't. I do not know as much as a head coach uh, in the NHL. I, I consider myself just a well-informed fan, to be honest with you. I don't. I'm not an expert in hockey, um, but I am passionate about it. Um, by the way, my wife does not like me clean-shaven. Um, she she prefers her man with uh, some facial hair. So uh, she's not a fan. She was not happy when I uh, came out of, when I emerged from the bathroom clean-shaven. She was not happy about that. Uh, let's check in on some of your YouTube comments and. We do have some more reactions on the situation with that young Oilers fan being harassed. And this one comes from Obelisk21. And he says, hi, Eddie, I'm an Oilers fan. And I don't believe anyone blames the Kings fan base for what happened. Any drunk, random idiot can show up at a game in any area and cause a problem. It is a fact of life that if you can't get, if you get enough people together, odds are there won't be a bad apple in the bunch. I appreciate the response by both the Kings organization and their fan base when the incident was brought to light. So there's an Oilers fan with uh, with some nice comments about it, understanding, I guess. Uh, this one comes from the Lone Rangers. He says, a few drops in the ocean doesn't mean that the whole ocean is polluted. I go to a lot of games and I don't ever see that garbage. Uh, that said, if you're a fan and you see your own team's fans doing that junk, you should intervene. Uh, we are all at the game to have fun, including those traveling fans. Go Kings go. I uh, could not agree more with that and i would say you're very lucky that you have not seen that kind of thing happen because uh i think it happens a little too too often to be honest with you uh we have some more comments uh on the youtube uh episodes this talking about uh, who should start in net for game number six this comes from frank in ranchos palos verdes he says uh one game at a time corpus Allo in net at this point not only is byfield totally ineffective offensively now these last two games he's also a liability on defense as well on for three goals against in two straight games. This is no time for a player to be learning the game or so-called potential. Uh, they need to keep Ayafalo on the top line and try Kupari between Fiala and Velarde. Last thing, why is, uh, last thing, why in the hockey world is Kaliev not in the lineup? Really questioning decision by McClellan. Fingers crossed he wakes up. Uh, go, Kings, go. So Frank is agreeing Corpusalo and net. Um, but he is still not a fan of Quentin Byfield. Uh, Robert Collins says, first off, love your analysis on the series. It's been great to listen to everything. And if the Kings uh, have an early exit, I'm sure I'm not the only one who would love to hear your analysis on all the series moving forward through the rest of the postseason. Corpus Allo should start just like the Oilers going back to Skinner. 
He got them there, so ride or die with him. Keep up the great work. Uh, Robert, if you if you want to hear some of my analysis going forward about the rest of the postseason, and I assume he's talking about the rest of the playoffs uh, involving the other teams, I do a weekly podcast called The Puck Podcast, and we talk about the entire entire league, me and my co-host, Doug. Uh, this from Robert Chow. He says, I would still put Corpusalo in net. He has been mostly solid. The only stoppable goals he has allowed were in game four with Kane's tying goal and Hyman's overtime winner. I'd like to see a bit more pressure, aggression on the penalty kill. I know it's the best power play ever, but too often they just seem to be standing around waiting for the shot to come or letting the puck carrier get into prime shooting position on the ice. Uh, go Kings go. That was from Robert. Uh, we've got a few more YouTube comments to read, but I need to also let you know today's episode of Locked on LA Kings is brought to you by Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theaters near you. With the Game Time app, tickets are easy to find and buy for every kind of event in your area, and you get the lowest prices guaranteed with event cancellation protection. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event, and the Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or roll for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through your email. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem the code LOCKEDONNHL, and get $20 off. Downtoad, download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Have you ever seen an NHL player get off a team bus and think to yourself, gosh, I wish I could dress that nice? Well, with Indochino, you can. Indochino makes fully customized suits that don't require a trip to the tailor to get that perfect fit. Recently, I was shopping for a new dress shirt for my upcoming wedding, and when I decided to go with the Hyde Herringbone shirt, I was blown away at all the customization options I had. I could change the type of collar, cuffs, and even decide whether or not I wanted a chest pocket, all while being incredibly affordable, especially given the quality of the product I was getting. New colors, fabrics, and outerwear styles are added regularly too, so it's easy to create your next look. Level up your game with Indochino. Go to Indochino.com and use code NHL to get 10% off any purchase of $399 or more. That's 10% off at INDOCHINO.com with code NHL. The LA Kings play the Edmonton Oilers Saturday in a must-win game six. Catch every moment of the Kings' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app search, LA Kings. Uh, we had a few more uh, YouTube comments to read. This one from Michael G. He says, the Kings need a new direction with a head coaching change. The LA roster should be any shouldn't be any part of player development. The rain is for that. I like the trade for the defenseman and the goaltender before the trade deadline. My first complaint this season was the head coach and has never changed. The Kings look like they've never solved their defensive issues in the regular season because all the problems remain in the playoffs. Credit goes to Edmonton. Uh, the coach and players are all in and setting a good example. Uh, wow. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I did say early on that the Kings may want to consider a coaching change when things were looking really bad, but the Kings uh, rebounded to have a really good regular season. Uh, they recorded the second most wins and second most points in franchise history. So, um, 
there is not going to be a coaching change. That is not going to happen. So um, if you don't like what Todd McClellan is doing, uh, I would say, unfortunately for you, you are going to have to endure that for at least another season because there is no way in hell the Kings are, are going to let Todd McClellan go, uh, uh, no, regardless of what happens uh, in the next uh, game or two. Uh, Big Lebowski checks in. He says, uh, last Kings playoff series win was in 2014 when the Kings won the cup. Unless a miracle happens, this will be another early exit. In almost 40 years of watching Kings hockey, I've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly, mostly bad and ugly. Watching this Kings team, I have noticed they do have heart, but it takes more than heart and valiant effort to win in the NHL playoffs. I'm not sure what the assessment of the team is in the eyes of the Kings management, but the Kings have lots of holes that need to be addressed. Observing the Ontario Reign this year doesn't give me much hope. Where do the Kings find the talent to fill the offensive needs that they have? Size is another issue. Kings need to get bigger, yet be skilled to compete with the likes of the Oilers, Avs, or Vegas. So many needs and so many questions. One thing is for sure, the Kings cannot come back with the similar lineup next season, or it will be a repeat of the last two seasons come playoff time. Uh, well, well, dude, uh, I, I certainly understand your frustration with the Kings in the postseasons of, of late. Since winning the Stanley Cup, uh, there was that, uh, ugly sweep at the hands of Vegas. Um, but since then, you know, there were a few years of missing the playoffs. The Kings uh, last season uh, got in the playoffs and again, pushed a pretty good Oilers team to seven games. I think most people would agree that that was progress. Uh, and like I've said, I don't think this season is a failure uh, losing to the Oilers. If that happens, I'm not ready to say it's going to happen uh, yet. I still am keeping the faith. I do think we're going to see a game seven, but um, I, you know, it's hard to comment on all the holes they need to fill that you mentioned when you don't uh, specifically name what the holes are that need to be filled. Uh, this is still, I think a very talented team. Uh, Adrian Kempe is a legitimate, uh, star, uh, elite goal scorer in this league. Kevin Fiala obviously is an elite player. I think Victor Arvidsson, a full season of him has been great. Andre Kopitar is still producing at a high level. Philip Deneau is a solid two-way second-line center. Um, I think Gabe Velarde is now, now uh, having some of the promise fulfilled that we were hoping to see from him. I think he's going to be better next year. Uh, you've still got some decent role players, guys like Trevor Moore and Blake Lazat and Alex Iafalo. And we'll see if some of the younger guys can develop going forward and, and contribute more, like obviously Quentin Byfield and Rasmus Kupari and Arthur Kaliev. So, I'm not saying there isn't room for improvement on this team, um, but I don't think there are glaring holes that need to be filled. I will agree with you as far as the size goes for the LA Kings. They are an undersized team, but you know the way the NHL is going, it's about speed and skill more than it is about size. I'm not saying that you wouldn't like to have some size, but um, I, I, th that is certainly something that maybe they can try and address. But overall, um, I don't see this team having a lot of holes to fill. Brant Clark will be coming up to join uh, the team next year, and that'll inject a lot of uh, skill and offense, although a very young player, to make the team better as well. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. I, I don't know that there are so many holes. I don't see as many holes as, as you do, apparently. Uh, this one, I think this is our final one. It is. Uh, this is from Jen Lee Concepts, uh, and he or she says, Eddie, no offense to your choice for goalie, but I request let's pull Cal Peterson up from the minors. After all, we're paying him $5 million and can still buy him out and his career if he can't find the ability to save the Kings just once this season. 
our backs are against the wall and the entire team um, let it happen. So why not consider ending things as they began? Next season, I know management has a plan as to who stays and who goes. The kids have been given more than enough time to prove themselves. I mean, I keep watching all the former Kings and Ducks who got away. It's rare in the moment that the multitude of them accomplished anything to make us regret letting them go. Same goes for this current bunch. I trust in Luke and Blake and Tom McClellan. Players are played to pay, but they're not good enough. Then try someone else, someone new. If this is their last game, then thank you for providing at least as much entertainment as the actual team did all season long. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, the Cal Peterson thing, I'll, I'll give you this. Uh, that is thinking outside of the box right there. Uh, the only way Cal Peterson is going to see any time in net, uh, and he is the third goalie right now. They did call him up because of the rain season coming to an end is if uh, Jonas Corposalo and Phoenix Copley are driving in a car together to the game and get in a car accident and can't make it to the arena on time. That is the only way that Cal Peterson is going to see any time in net. Um, that is, Like I said, that is some outside-the-box thinking uh, right there. Uh, obviously, I want to thank everybody who took the time to send an email to the show and to post comments on the YouTube episodes. Uh, this show obviously could not happen without your participation. So thank you very much for that. For you everydayers, those who listen and watch Locked on LA Kings every day, coming up on Monday's show, we'll recap game six of the Stanley Cup playoffs and hopefully preview game seven, which would be played on Monday night in Edmonton. I uh, want to thank everybody who obviously took the time to email. Like I said, um, if you would like to send an email at any point, and it could be for the fan feedback show or, or at any time, uh, the email address is lockedoneddy at gmail.com, E-D-D-I-E, lockedoneddy at gmail.com. You can always leave comments on the YouTube episodes. I know we've had some Euler fans apparently checking in as well. Everybody's welcome to uh, to see what's going on with uh, Locked on LA Kings. And I, I read all the comments. I may not pick them all to be used on the feedback shows, but I do read all the comments and I do appreciate all of the feedback. And it helps the, the, the YouTube channels as well when you leave feedback or if you like things. Um, so you can also stay interactive with the show when we're not doing uh, episodes over the weekend and things like that, or in between shows, uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We are at locked on LA Kings. I'm Eddie Garcia. Thank you for listening and watching this edition of locked on LA Kings, part of the locked on podcast network. Have a great weekend. Hopefully we will talk to you on Monday after a Kings win. And we have a winner take all game seven. Uh, I'll be out there at crypto.com arena on Saturday and uh, looking forward to seeing the Kings win on home ice one last time at least. Uh, as always, again, have a great weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday and go Kings go. Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts.